This episode is sponsored by Dame Products. Dame is a female-founded sexual wellness brand working to bridge the pleasure gap for women. One of the things I love so much about Dame is the discreet packaging and portability. It's ideal for a weekend with your partner or sneaking sexy moments when on a family vacay. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that Anthony and I took the kids to San Diego this past weekend and we definitely snuck a few Dame products in the bag. Definitely don't travel anywhere without our Dame products. I love that you can charge them with a USB so you're not gonna be like freaking out looking for a charger. They won't make your bag buzz. They're just super easy to stick in like a makeup pouch and they're waterproof. Um, We brought along the Palm and the Air because those are our favorites. If you're looking for a new way to connect with your partner, pack a Dame toy and thank me later. To save money on all things Dame products and support the show, you can visit dameproducts.com slash Bethany Garcia. Again, that's dameproducts.com slash Bethany with an I-E Garcia. Welcome back to the Garcia Diaries podcast. We are back from San Diego, which is where we were last week, which is why we didn't have an episode. And sitting here with my husband slash co-host, Anthony. Sons in four. (laughs) What's going on? Um, he's very excited about the Suns being in the NBA Finals, right? I am. You actually gave me the opportunity to go to my first ever NBA Finals game, which is awesome. As a diehard sports fan, pretty much my life before kids was sports. I was literally that dumb jock, except for I wasn't dumb, I was smart. Um, it was surreal to go to an NBA Finals game. I know the Phoenix Suns haven't been in the Finals since 1993. That was before I was born, so it was pretty legit. I went to a Suns NBA Finals game. Thanks to you, Bethany, <laughs> and to you, the fans, the supporters of the Garcia Diaries. Because without you guys, none of this is possible. Um. But, uh. Okay. We, we but just. question. Yeah. Are you a bandwagon fan? Yes and no. Okay. Explain. I don't really root for any particular NBA team. Uh, I much rather watch college basketball than NBA just because I feel like the love of the game is gone in the NBA. It's more just politics. The big name people get the calls. They cry i.e. LeBron James, um, but I do root for my local teams when my favorite teams aren't playing them. So I don't have like a favorite NBA team when the Suns are playing. I watch, obviously, we get all their games here. So I'd say I'm kind of a bandwagon fan, but it's not like I was a Lakers fan and then now I'm a Suns fan. I root for U of A players, the University of Arizona players in the NBA. So... I wouldn't say I'm a bandwagon fan, but I'm not like a diehard Phoenix Suns fan. Right. I'm a, I'm a U of A basketball fan. Because That's my did you have to team. buy? Did you have to buy a Suns you know shirt to be able to go to the game? I didn't. I or actually did have, have some Suns shirts. Oh, you did. Have I just gear? had to get like fresh new gear. Okay. And my hair wasn't braided, so I needed to get a hat because I didn't have any Suns hats. Okay. So I'll allow it. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, not that Um, your opinion matters when it comes to sports. I've just seen so many stories from people. Like, I honestly don't care. I think it's cool that 
everyone in the valley wants to cheer on the home team um I, I think it's a little funny but it's like it's cool because it would be weird if people didn't want to but, there wouldn't be like the same energy so but i'm just saying i've seen a lot of memes and posts from people that are like ups- i don't know which or, like, i think is stupid or like hating on people that are jumping on which the I, which i think wagon. is stupid because like we're, mind your business <laughs> and if you think about the phoenix area in a nutshell it's people from all over the country. Yeah. Like, very rarely will you run into someone that's a Valley or Arizona native born and raised. Right. Most people are from other places. So you have these people from other places. Let's say you're from Boston. They can't like their hometown teams and vote for their current. I just think people that talk like that are just haters and... Yeah, I think they're just haters. I think that's what it is. There's a lot of hate in sports. Yeah, a lot of that energy. Like, I'm a Yankees fan, so I hate the Red Sox. But, like, who? no one cares about the Suns, the Valley's hype. It's actually really cool to see, like, the support and people actually, like, happy to support basketball. Because I've been to Suns games where there was no support in the stands. And being at these last few games is packed. It's popping. You can feel the energy. The vibes are high. Just if you're a, a hater, no, you're a bandwagon. Yeah, find something better. Some find something better to do with your time. <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes our segment on Suns and Four. <laughs> just kidding. Um, do you so, want to? We just got back from San Diego. Um, without giving too much detail, I have a brother in the Navy. He does not live in San Diego. He was. He called us like Sunday of last week and said. Hey, I'll be in San Diego these uh, certain days. I am able to leave the ship and get off a base. And we were like, cool, we'll be there. So it was a very like three days planned trip. But how would you say it went, babe? Um, Okay, so traveling to California typically scares me because... First of all, I'm terrified of earthquakes and tsunamis and hurricanes and any natural disaster. And I just feel like being on the ocean in California is like asking for it (laughs) for me. (laughs) But also beyond that and ignoring those facts, traveling with five kids is not something that I like super duper look forward to. There's usually something that goes wrong. I mean, look what happened when we went to Tucson for less than 24 hours with a kid puking all over our hotel room. Um, so I was very nervous and especially the fact that it was such a last minute trip. I was like, okay, what's going to go wrong? And let me tell you, this was probably one of the best trips we've ever, ever taken. It was so good. It was relaxing. It was refreshing. It was honestly such a special time with the kids and with family. And I don't know, it was like every single moment was so amazing. Um, I mean, on the last day, I think you and I were getting a little bit annoyed with each other, but we, like, for just being close in for too long. Or what, I, what, All what right, even so, happened? Wait. I can't, I can't, oh, so we, I wait, think, we rent, okay, <laughs> we rented a car because, first of all, we have the minivan, and I didn't feel like it was enough time to get, like, the proper maintenance done, meaning, like, tires check everything like when we go on road trips i just want to make sure the car is in tip-top condition if we're gonna go long distances that's just me um 
I feel like it wasn't enough time. So we rented a car. People were like, oh, you don't have a car? Like, yes, we have a car. The van could have made it to San Diego, but why put mileage on my baby if we can pay to use someone else's car? We rented a car. We're excited. Um, and in typical Garcia fashion for any trip, the day before we were planned to leave, we were up till two in the morning packing and cleaning. Yeah. And I have this thing about traveling. I don't like coming back home to a dirty house. Like, I want to come back home to a clean house. Like, I'm talking, like, deep clean. Like, you know, more than just basic pickup, I want the house clean. But I also like that you're not just expecting that. You actually, like, put in the work to do that. Because I feel like growing up, my dad was the same way, but he just expected my mom and the kids to do it all. Well, part of my job title when I, you know, left Cox two years ago was... Even before Cox, I've always done the deep cleaning. Once again, always. How many toilets have you scrubbed? How many? You know, but one tonight. Um, (laughs) And only the only reason I scrubbed it tonight is because I didn't want you talking shit to me. (laughs) Um, so we're up till two in the morning. Granted, this was a last second trip, but still, we could have started doing laundry and shit on Sunday. We're up till two in the morning. Um, we left on a. Was it a Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. So two in the morning, Wednesday morning, I go to sleep. I have Harlem and I have a braid appointment at eight. I snuck in a haircut, some last minute things. We hit the, oh, we had an issue with, who knew? Like, Wait, we should talk about that though for a second. Okay. Credit cards. <laughs> Bethany and I obviously got married really young, like to where we had no credit. We couldn't get credit. Nobody was giving us any money because we didn't have any history. We finally got a credit card, and it was $300. Bethany maxed it out to get a camera to start the Garcia Diaries. Yeah, that was like three years into our marriage, though. Many, many years ago. um, We actually struggled to pay that off because we didn't have an extra... We literally didn't have money to pay We didn't have an extra $300 at the time. So the credit card, like, screwed us over. We ended up paying it off. And... We were like, we don't. What do we need a credit card for? Yeah. Like we, it killed my credit. Um, we it's paid off. We're done. So we don't have credit cards. So and also since then we've never bought anything ever if we don't have the money to buy it, like cash money. So exactly. So us vacations, uh, anything, anything. It's all cash. Us starting off with no money, we don't do anything unless we can afford it. So anything we do, anything we purchase. It's coming directly out of our bank account. Um, where Bethany and I have had had conversations about this. Like, I didn't do travel. I didn't travel much as a kid with my family. Like, we were really poor. I know, Bethany, you guys would go on these awesome trips, but you charge it on a credit card. Your family would charge it on a credit card, right? Yeah, sometimes. So, we take a trip. It costs $10,000. Or you would take a trip. It costs $10,000. That has to get paid back eventually. So we were like, hey, if we take a trip, we're paying it off. Then and there, we don't owe anybody any money. But apparently, in order to get a rental car, you need a credit card. If you have an Arizona license, it's so weird, so stupid. But if you have an Arizona driver's license, you have to have a credit card in order to rent a car. Which we didn't know until we got to the rental car place. Luckily, shout out to my mom. She had a credit card. She lives five minutes away from the airport. She could put it on there and we we got a rental. Um, 
Which is but I had casually shared that on Instagram, like, oh my gosh, we had issue with the rental car because we don't have a credit card. You guys, I got so many DMs from people saying, you need a credit card. Please get a credit card. You need to get a credit You don't have a credit card? What happens if there's an emergency? Well, that's what our savings account is for. And like, I understand that everyone does things differently, but like, I got people legit mad at me and like talking crap about me and Anthony because of the fact that we choose not to have credit cards we've never needed one ever and I don't until think yet until the other day when we needed it for the rental car that's not like I don't know it just really frustrated me because you can look at that and you can say oh my god they don't have a credit card are you serious but you guys you don't know the financial history you don't know what we've been through you don't know why we choose to do things the way they are because I've never shared that with you so like judging someone based on one sentence is crazy but it's not even that we don't they feel we need a credit card we've just from that moment when you bought the camera we've never needed a credit card so it's like never like oh let me go get a credit card it's like let me buy this outright and i don't know anyone money um but i mean we could have used one but yeah need i agree with that statement we've never needed and as we've one. you know bethany's gotten more successful and the business is growing if we still kind of live with that mentality is no matter how much money we have we, if we can't afford it, we don't do it. Simple as that. Um, but that kind of was a rough start to the trip. We left yeah. a couple hours later than we wanted to. Yeah. That being said, as soon as we get in the car, we start driving. My co-pilot, which she does every trip, immediately falls to sleep. <laughs> and we drive a Dodge Caravan. The rental car was an exp- a Ford Expedition. So in the van, even though everyone has their own seat, it's three rows we're more close together so I can like talk to the kids and hear their conversations and the expedition there was like I couldn't hear the girls in the back so I'm driving we get about and what's it's a six five hour and 40 minute drive from San Diego from Phoenix to San Diego we get about an hour in and I'm like I'm exhausted (laughs) so we stop I'm we go to the restroom I see a five-hour energy energy drink in the gas station I'm like let me just get this I'll drink it when there's about three hours left and then I'll have two hours of energy once we get to San Diego I haven't drink in an energy drink or any sort of energy substance since I was 17 18 years old working the night shift at UPS we don't drink coffee we don't I don't drink energy drinks it's all just like natural energy that we use to go through the day. Bethany might drink stuff. I don't know. Do you I drink just anything? drink Coke. That's all. Yeah, I don't drink anything. I just drink water all day. If I want caffeine, so I drink Coke. So we're driving. Um, finally, I'm like, I, I got to drink this. I drink this thing. Bethany's still like passed out. Just I slept for a while. I yeah. was so tired. <laughs> She's just zonked. And usually like me singing and jamming helps me. But I was like, no, I'm tired. We're about four hours no no because we i stopped a lot i had to go okay pee a lot. That, that's what was crazy too is like it was a five and a half hour drive it took us like and seven it took hours us like no it took us eight hours because we got there at 10 o'clock and we left at two that's eight hours babe and every time we would stop i'd be like oh who's going pee and it would be him and we weren't even stopping for the kids we were stopping for him but we stopped for dinner on the way like yeah. but i was stopping a lot and we're about an hour from our airbnb and my i just like start getting this like super weird adrenaline and i'm just like woo, woo, 
like my balls started to tingle. He was tingle. like, my balls are tingling. Like it was really <laughs> weird. Like I just got this like oh sudden burst God. of energy. It was like right when we hit the scary mountain part of San Diego. So I was like wired and ready to go. It was it was like a really weird feeling, and I'm just like having to like yell to get you know like I was just like woo woo while driving. Bethany finally is awake at this time. She's like, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm like, "I don't know." Like, I don't think you knew I drank a five hour no, energy. No, I didn't at that fall point. asleep after dinner. I was awake that whole time. Tw- whole time. Oh, were you? Yeah, but I didn't know you had t- actually drinking that stuff or that you even had it. And so, yeah, I was like, "Why are you acting like what is going on?" And he was like, "I drink this five hour energy, and I'm I'm like buzzed right now." And I was just like, "What the hell?" I don't and I even. Was, I was. It was just weird. Like, I was like, "Okay, this is kind of weird, but okay," because like he was still he wasn't acting like super crazy just like he was being a little bit loud but I, I felt crazy like but you were hiding it well because then but once we got to be like i don't know we were almost 15 minutes away from the airbnb i'm driving he, in this yeah, lane we were driving and it's by the way it's so dark we're in this huge car that we've never driven before and anthony's driving in a lane and i'm like at this point it was starting to scare me like actually really scare me so i was like okay pull over i'm driving no hold on wait but let me explain i'm driving in this lane and i realize that like i'm kind of like paralyzed like i can't move and i start thinking to myself like shit like i'm gonna have to get over but like my whole body just like went numb my neck started to like hurt and i was like shit like what's going on now so it was like a major crash from my balls tingling to now i can't feel my legs and yeah. so i'm like bet like and bethany's like okay pull it i'm like no like what i usually do like if i ever wake up when i feel sick or like i feel off i'm like oh like i just tell myself like anthony like stop being a bitch get through this and go so i was like trying to like hype myself up like stop being a bitch drive but he was like saying it out loud he was like you got this you got this anthony and i was like what the hell i was like pull over what is is wrong i do that in my head all the time like i hype myself up but i didn't realize i was saying it out loud (laughs) and she was like pull over i'm like no like i'm fine but then i realized like i'm gonna have to get off in like seven miles and i don't know if i can like swap lanes and so finally i'm like yo i gotta pull over so i get off and we swap, and the kids are so confused because Bethany doesn't drive. She's a horrible driver. Mm. She doesn't drive. That's dramatic. Brooklyn's like, what's going on? Why are you driving, mom? And like, I'm just like, should be quiet. And like, we made it. It was, and then finally we're getting at, like, we get to the Airbnb, we're getting stuff out. Bethany's like, you drink a five hour energy drink? Because she like <laughs> saw the bottle, and I was like, never again. But that shit was the scariest thing i've ever i when i was like 18 years old drinking those that didn't happen to me yeah well it's literally poison so please don't ever drink that again um yeah but no i was like legit terrified and i was like this day is not starting out on a good note at all this trip is not starting out on a good note but we went to sleep no we didn't go to sleep well for you i mean eventually for you it was fine so we get there and i find parking and then I realized I'm starving. It's like 11, oh, yeah. 11 o'clock. I totally forgot about 11 this. 11 o'clock. We're staying on Mission Beach. Um, we're like 10 minute walking distance from the nearest uh, food place. And it says it's going to be open until 2 in the morning. A little Mexican restaurant. So Brooke and I walk the 10 minutes there. We get there. Everything's closed. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? 
like, wow, what? Everything's closed. So we walk back to the Airbnb. I kid you not, that five-hour energy must have just ate all of the food that was in my, like, there was nothing in me. I was starving, like, shaking. So finally, Bethany's like, let me order something. And I was like, no, like, there's a Taco Bell up the street. I drive to Taco Bell. This was at, like, 11, right? No, this had to be, like, midnight. Really? I thought you were, what time did your family get there? Like, 1 in the morning. Oh, yeah, okay. So it was, like, midnight. I'm starving, agitated. My body, I just gone through all these, sorry. <laughs> gas, EG gas. Had gone through all these emotions, and I go to Taco Bell, get everyone's order, <laughs> get back to the Airbnb, and sit down at the table, and <laughs> open the bag, and my food's not in there. Half the order's not in the bag. I'm just like, are you fucking kitty like i almost started crying i was in a, i was starving anthony's cried like four times that i ever remember and it's like at the kids births and then one other time that we were having like the like, most serious deepest talk I was of our just lives like, and are then you freaking kidding me <laughs> i'm starving so, so we like ra- ration the food to everyone um like the harlem and brooklyn didn't get what they wanted i didn't get what i wanted and it was just so upsetting. <laughs> and then my son gets the food that was rationed to him, decides he doesn't want to eat. He's not hungry, but doesn't tell anybody. He just walks to the trash and throws a perfectly good taco away. In the trash. Yeah. Oh, I had. No, no, no. I stopped him when he was almost oh. there, but I like stopped him by grabbing his arm because I was like, no, what are you doing? And then the taco fell on the The taco like fell. And at that point, I just. Walked out. <laughs> I had to walk oh my out, gosh. get that nice ocean breeze on my face. He came in a new person. <laughs> came in, ate that shitty soft taco. Mm. And then. That was, yeah, it was not a good start. That's for sure. That's the first night there. Yeah. <laughs> I almost cried over some Taco Bell. <laughs> but like, I was. If I already, I'm going to sue them. <laughs> they, they screwed me up. But from there on, it was yeah. minus so we, the no, fact that it was. So four- then we went to bed. Then we woke up the next morning and it was a fabulous neck. The three next three days were amazing. They were great. Amazing. Minus the fact that it was 4th of July weekend and we didn't realize it. So the parking was atrocious. San Diego parking's already a bitch as it is. Mix in a holiday and it was the worst. Yeah, it was wild. But. The trip, Anyways. after that, the drive back was good. I stayed away from any energy, anything five-hour energy for the rest of my life. Um, I'm committed to... He's committed to health and happiness. To now. warning people kidding. to stay away from that. How people drink that <laughs> shit, I don't know. I almost died. My balls were on fire. It was... I don't know. Has anyone ever had it like that happen to them? With I don't know. Not me. That shit was scary. Anyways... Now that you've confessed to the entire world about this situation, are you ready to hear some other confessions? Let's go. Did you see the meme I posted on Instagram today? And it was like, God creating cucumbers as a healthy and delicious snack. And then it's like humans sticking them in their vaginas and buttholes. (laughs) Did you see that I might have seen it. Well, 
Someone confessed that they once used a frozen cucumber and OMG, that's all I gotta say. So I have to ask you, would you ever use frozen fruit on like yourself? On me or well, on you? Yeah, I can't see you really sticking things up your butt, so I guess. Alright, so, is this, can we be honest? Can we be honest on this platform? Oh my god, no. Not if it's weird. Current day, no. Because I love cucumbers, the kids love cucumbers, the bunnies love cucumbers. And I wouldn't use it. So you think too highly of them? I wouldn't use a cucumber on you because the cucumber has a purpose other than being inserted in you. And if I were to insert in you, I wouldn't feel right giving it to anyone else. So no. Okay, but past you? Maybe like teenage me, like I would have totally been down for that. That's shameful. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um... Oh, someone just asked me if I'm single. Their name's Marshall. Anyways, someone said, I love sex with hubby, but if I don't get help at home, I'm tired and mad and it's a turnoff. So let me tell you, when we were date, when we were not dating, when we were married and you would work all day long and then come home and then take a shower and then we'd eat dinner and then you'd do video games or watch TV or something. That's a lie. After the kids went to bed? Oh, after. Yes. Okay, no, because I always came home and helped you with the kids. I've never been, I was never someone who came home from work and neglected the, my family. Okay, but I'm saying after the kids go to bed. Okay, I, but I would help you as like, soon as I why, walked through the okay, door. Okay, and also like after me literally being with the kids for 12 days, like there's nothing sexy about that at for all. For 12 days? For 12 hours, sorry. Um, I, I kind of like relate to this, I guess, because... If I don't get help at home, which is, I'm talking about when you're at work, you obviously can't help. The last thing I want to do when you finally get home is have sex. That's a lie because when I'd come home on my lunch break, sometimes we'd have sex. Oh my God. I'm just when saying. the kids were at school? I relate to you, girl. Okay, I, I, yes, it's relatable. Like, there's been times where it was like a rough day and like the kids were on 100 and it seemed like everything that could go wrong went wrong. And then we go down to bed like, and I'm just like, I'm not even going to try. Hopefully she doesn't try. <laughs> Let's just go to sleep. Yeah. I get that. So I, I, that's relatable. Okay. Someone said, I like to watch YouTube videos of people with nasty toenails get pedicures. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was... I was drinking my EG and (laughs) (laughs) he almost choked right now. Um, I feel like you could be the star of one of those videos. (laughs) Only on one of my foot feet. Okay. I have athletes' foot, but I have I had. Well, it's not bad anymore. Had athletes' feet on my right foot, and I feel like that qualifies as people with nasty toenails. No. My the bottom of my foot was bad, not the actual. Bro, have you seen your toenails? But have you seen nasty toenails? Yes, yours. Like, okay, maybe my right foot is not suckable, but it's, I I don't, like, I wear, I don't wear thongs, and Crocs hide my toenails, but I, I wouldn't be ashamed to wear slides in public. You should be, though. No, I shouldn't. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love Because I've seen some nasty toes in real life. <laughs> it's so sad because Harlem and Ellis have your pinky toes. And every time I look at it, I just feel so sad because 
Guys, okay, that sounds really mean, but their pinky toe is black and curved in a really peculiar way. Yeah, I gotta figure out where that's from. Yeah, it's not normal. Like, for real. Which one of my fucking elders gave that to me? Anyway, so you're not down to watch YouTube videos of people... I didn't even know this was a niche, to be honest. Like, I didn't know this was a thing. A kink. But... It's a kink or it's just like... Because, like, I like Dr. Pimple Popper type stuff. I guess it could be, like considered Mm, in that realm i don't know maybe it's like a soothing anti-anxiety thing too to like watch something go from nasty to clean true very true maybe it's not sexual not my cup of tea but yeah um there's worse things you could be watching out there i guess so someone said my husband complains we don't have enough sex well if he didn't play video games we would very true (laughs) I went through a phase, I don't even know if, yeah, it might have been a phase, last year, 2020, being stuck in the house, where like, I'd put the kids to bed and just like play video games till two in the morning. Oh my God, you did. And then, but. I I hated that. I hated that so much. I would would stay up till three in the morning and I was up at seven with the kids. Yeah, but that wasn't the point. I wanted you in bed next to me cuddling me because that was when Ellis was, I think I was pregnant and then Ellis was a newborn. When that, when all that stuff was starting. And I think you just didn't want to be in the room with me and Ellis because she was like, why? because I would complain constantly when I was pregnant. And no, then, it was when you were pregnant. Once you had the baby, I didn't stay up late. Really? Yeah. I can't even remember that. Like, honestly, time is a blur at this point. But yeah, I just remember hating it some nights because I just wanted you next to me. And then other nights I love it because I could just sprawl out in the bed. But then I, but I remember like going in the bed, like trying to like get some and you were like yeah what the fuck you were very rude in your sleep don't ever try to get some for me if i'm already asleep wow okay i wish you abided by that rule well it's different for me (laughs) because you just fall asleep too easy it takes me hours very true very true so it takes me literally three or four hours sometimes to fall asleep so once i'm asleep don't fuck with me like for real but he falls asleep in less than yeah my head head hits the pillow and i'm out and i i don't understand that at all yeah, I mean, what was the confession like? <laughs> I agree with video it. Games. I agree with it. Okay, someone said, "I once tried to use Saran wrap as a condom as a teenager. It clung to his pee hole after we finished." <laughs> <laughs> also, this week someone confessed that they used a black trash bag as a condom and then once i posted that people were messaging me saying that they used like a grocery bag that they used a ziploc bag all kinds of different things um there was oh someone used a backpack i don't understand i don't understand honest and i said literally i would rather get pregnant than use any of those things and that's saying a lot it's saying a lot i'm thinking back to us in high school when I was a very poor, I couldn't even afford Dairy Queen for lunch most days. A lot of people looked out for me. Like, shout out Andrew Fisher. Like, he'd go to Circle K and buy me condoms. <laughs> but I didn't have money. So, obviously, I I don't know. How'd you get people to buy you stuff when you don't I, have money? I just money? had that influence, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I had, like, I don't know. Yeah. But we would never have done it if we didn't have a condom. No, we would have. The first time we did it, we didn't have a condom. Yes. 
No. Yes. No. Really? Really? It oh was spur of the moment thing. I, I we wasn't so planning on that. Yes, babe, you did. You were planning on it. No. It was we were walking out of the building at lunch and you were like, "You want to have sex?" and I was like, "Hell yeah." And then I was like, "Why don't we just do it right now?" I said, "Want to have sex?" I would never say that. 17-year-old Bethany what Come on now. The Patronis know high school Bethany oh and what she did. This is not, you know, this is the real podcast. No, I'm just saying the people, the Patronis listening, <laughs> like, they know you. We're doing the Patron episode right now. Um, babe, we really didn't use a condom? The first time we didn't. Oh, God. I'm just going to blame that on um, our parents not educating us. Exactly. But we didn't use a plastic bag or saran There was wrap. no plastic bag. There was nothing. Oh, my God. I had a burrito and a, a, a milk carton oh, in my hand. you had foil for your burrito. <laughs> Anyways, someone said, I don't know what to say when my teenage daughters ask me how many people I've been with. What would you do, babe? Um, This is easy for me. I believe honesty is the way to go okay so honesty is the way to go but here's why your honest answer is one her honest answer might be 30 so does that matter i don't i don't think so because i don't how can you expect your kid to be honest with you if you're not honest with your kid i disagree i think and in this case i would say mind your own business like it's no one else's business in the entire world, not even her husband's business, honestly, I think your own sexual past and your what you've consented to with your body is no one else's business. I agree, but so let me go back to my childhood. And also, so, wait, sorry, one more thing. If that daughter expects privacy in her own sexual life and her mom not to be prying and asking a million questions and asking how many partners she's had, then the daughter shouldn't expect that. Expect that of the mother. Okay, but what if? You just had the talk with your child about what intercourse is, and they're curious. I would say that's my own personal business, and when you experience that, then that's your own personal business. So then the kid turns around and you say, hey, where's your report card? And they say, that's my personal business. I'm talking when, about their body, I'm just saying, consent I, to their body. And sex, that's entirely different than a report card. I, the way I feel is it's got to be level across the board. I want you to be open and honest with me. I hope that that's our relationship. I'm going to be open and honest with you. But in your position, it might be easier to be open and honest only having had sex with one person in your entire life. Because, which this isn't right, but there is a taboo misconception and like shame press. And let, put upon women that have had more than n- n- so many sexual partners. Yes and no. If, which is wrong. If in you my have parented like that, then yes. But society does that on its own. But High so- school, so- other but- girls, people, teachers, people are okay, but putting that into people's children, minds constantly. Your ch- children are who you te- what you teach them to be. Yes, you have out- other influences from the outside world but the majority of who you are is what you were raised to be and what you were raised to believe whether that's a parent a guardian a grand like yes there's other outside influences that you cannot i feel like once you have teenagers it's it's really the other influences that are 
having such a bigger effect on them than how they were raised because and that because that's when they can actually make their own choices of who they want to be and I don't know but I think that starts I feel like before they're, they're teenagers there should be mutual respect for privacy especially as it pertains to sex but yet you want to be able to have an open relationship yeah but like i don't want to know how many partners my kids have had like that's their own business but if your kid asks you you're not going to answer the question no oh so my story in this so the way i was raised was my mom was very open and honest about without throwing my mom under the bus revealing too much about things that she had gone through and decisions she made in the hopes that it would somehow prevent me from making those same decisions or mistakes. So, but it was not in a way to me that was helpful. It was more like negative, like don't do this because then this could happen. It added shame. No, not necessarily shame. It was mostly negative. Like, well, if you do this, then it's bad. Or if you do that, you know what I mean? There was no, like, two sides of it. It was like, everything that I did was bad, so I don't want you to make the mistake. And that was kind of pushed, that was pushed on me a lot. So then when I got old enough and started becoming more interested in females and having girlfriends and exploring things, I was like, this is nothing like what you told me. So it's kind of like, I felt like she had lied to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the first time I had sex, yeah. it was amazing. And there was no like, we, we, you know what I mean? So for me, it was like, she was open and honest, but it was totally opposite for me is what she had told me she had experienced. You know what I mean? But so I've, I'd always, you know, but it was like, I had another respect for her because she didn't hide anything from me. My parents didn't hide anything from me. Sometimes they shared like too much about their lives and things they've gone through. But for me, knowing everything about them at a very young age, I was like, okay, well, I don't want that. I don't want. So it kind of helped me yeah, like mold who I wanted to be as an adult. And then I met you and you were, have told me stories about how your mom or your parents would just like, Oh, I don't want to talk about that or they wouldn't divulge information. Yeah. So or like my dad told me stuff like that he got an abortion or his girlfriend got an abortion when he was 16 and it would be like this huge fight for like the next several days with my fam with my mom, you know what I mean? So there was like there was like it's like honesty wasn't the best policy ever. And that's for me. Not talk about it. For me as a parent, I want there to always be you know how they say open door policy like you can come and talk to me with anything and i want that vice versa to them that's i do agree with that but i think there's a difference between having an open door policy and giving details that are just not important no well if you're right but we're I don't want to draw that, like, be the one to, oh, no, I'll talk about this, but I won't talk about that. You asked me a question, given if you're of a mature age and I feel you're, you know, really capable of handling the the tr- 
truth or the you know the yeah. answer i'll tell you that's that's yeah, how i am i guess that's how i feel now obviously for me my i've only slept with you but like if they want to ask about other things then what other things i mean what do you mean don't worry so you're not gonna tell me but you're gonna tell you know you know what i don't know you i'm not tell me (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i mean like obviously like do i need to go into specific detail no but yeah well let's move on for a second because this next one is so funny someone said okay so not a confession uh yes it is but in the country or no in my country my grandma used to bathe us with pee when we were really sick and surprisingly it helped can you do a poll to see if anyone has done this so i didn't do the poll because what the fuck but um i'd love to know i i need more details honestly so who peed who was the peer in this situation who urinated uh was it the grandma and then how do you get enough urine to bathe someone now i'm I'm not gonna knock this because civilization like people have been around for a long time and as technology has advanced in western medicine whatever right however you feel about that we've made it to our like to where we're alive we're having kids so they were doing i i I don't think people in the caveman time weren't getting sick i i I think people back then were getting sick obviously that's what i'm saying deadly deadly diseases exactly but some people made it through so like who does by urine by who but who discovered that if you put breast milk on a pink eye it would help like somebody had to like oh my god you know what i mean i knew you were gonna defend this one not saying that i want to get peed on but i where does all the pee come from that's my question how do you get enough pee to bathe bethany a child in it you go pee six times a night but not enough to fill up a toilet we're talking about filling up a bathroom bro bro I've woken up in the morning because you don't flush the fucking toilet and the toilet is full of piss. Mm, not all the way. Not all the way, but it's way above the water level. And oh my God. next time I'm not going to clean it so your nasty ass can see the <laughs> ring of where the piss goes to. Oh my God. Okay, so grandma's peeing. Is that what, is that what we're thinking? <laughs> okay, so let's say the kids get really sick next week. Are you going to test it out? If that's the last option and like nothing else is gonna well, help for these people, it was obviously the first option. Okay, but that's just like me. When I was a kid, I didn't know I was having growing pains. I was having growing pains, so I'd wake up crying in the middle of the night, and my nana would have she me drink. On you, huh? No, she would have me drink Pepto Bismol, and that would help. Oh my god! Maybe it's just like a mental thing. Oh my god! I can't. Okay. But I, I'm not knocking it because if it, if it worked, like, hey. All right. One more for you. Someone said, my ex-boyfriend named his son the name we had picked out for our future son when we dated. <laughs> so that's like me and bleepity bleep. When we chose names and he chose Esther as a name, he grows up and marries someone and they name their daughter What's Esther. wrong with that? 
I he, think that's weird as he fuck. He chose Esther, no. so he liked Esther. But he had planned that as our child's okay, name. Okay, but he liked the name. He, at yeah. that moment, he thought you were going to be with him forever. Okay, so, but you don't for stop this lady, liking a name. But for this lady, she said they had picked them out together. Okay, but what if he was the one that suggested the name first? So you don't think this is weird? I don't think it's weird at all. Okay, what about this? Another lady said that... <laughs> Another lady said that her ex-boyfriend named his daughter her exact name, first name and middle name. Do you understand that? Okay. Do you think that's weird? So it's like we break up in high school, I get married to someone else, and then I name my child Anthony Elias. That's weird as fuck. That's weird as fuck. Okay, you, you can't tell me anything different. <laughs> and 99% of people agreed with me on the poll. That it's weird. Maybe. Maybe? Okay, Maybe. so we break up. You get with freaking Claude. I can't. <laughs> okay. No, okay. Some other no, 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 girl. No, 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 Listen. I won't name there, names. There's one person. And you name no, your kid hey, Bethany and What? <sighs> what? Okay, there's one person that I never dated, I never did anything with. Oh my god, is their name Brooklyn? No. Harlem? No, no. no. Bronx? No, but there is one person. But listen. And we were really good friends. We were really good friends. You had a crush on her. I was like in love with her. Oh my god. But like, I didn't find out that there was a chance because I was like dating someone else in like so like I obviously you know what I mean oh but, is it the but I wouldn't like name my kid that oh I wasn't in love with didn't. her that much but like wait are we talking about if she like was like oh if God. she like wanted to like mouthing it to you I, yes but if like she came today and was like I'm ready to give you a chance like I might seriously consider <laughs> fuck <laughs> off <laughs> I, I definitely have to see her financial situation and, you know, how that works. Okay, no more NBA finals for you, sir. <laughs> Fuck but you. That's, you know, you have, like, what-ifs in life. It, it would have never worked because I ended up getting in trouble and leaving. I knew there was a reason you followed her all these years later, always looking at her photos. What do you always mean? Always in your search bar. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh... You should go be with her. That'd be no, really good for you. No. It'd be great for your brand. No, that's um, just like a big, like, you don't have like a what if. Like, there's nobody from Push Rage that you were like, no. Damn, like. No, no. No. My what if is like Chris Evans, not some n- nasty ass dude from Leading Edge Academy or Push Rage. There you, uh, no, thank you. You didn't sir. really get to experience life, though. Like, you went to I private really schools and stuff. Anyways. But <sighs> I thought you were gonna say you named one of our kids after your the girl I you didn't. Ran with. The only kid I got to name was Deuce, and I didn't even get really? to pick that. My mom Harlem picked Jeter, Harlem Jeter. Okay, Bronx I didn't. Elliot, I didn't pick Harlem. I didn't Ellis, pick Bronx. Melly, you picked all of their middle the names. The middle names, yes. Okay, so don't say you didn't name the kids. I I picked I picked the middle name. All right, that's all I got for confessions. What do you got for me? So I wanted to pick your brain on something. Pick it. Um, 
And I'm sure you've seen this, but knowing you, probably, oh. you pro- you've probably like seen people talk about it. Um, but knowing you, you probably didn't like dive, dig deep into it because sports really don't interest you. But there's a sprinter or track star named Shikari Richardson. Yes, I've seen this everywhere. Okay. So you know like what happened? Yes. All right. So for those that don't know, um, she is quote unquote dubbed the fastest woman alive. Um, the Olympics are coming up. She breezed through the Olympic trials, earned her spot. Um, a lot of hype around her. Didn't she get first place in like everything? Yeah. She like blew through the, through the trial, like, which is pretty much you testing to see if you're going to make the Olympics. She just like blew past everyone um made the olympics a report came out i i saw it while we were in san diego that she had been suspended or had failed a drug test for like having a, a thc marijuana in her system and she was not going to be able to run at the Olympics and there was a lot of people were split on this. The fact that she had failed the drug failed the drug test for marijuana. Um she's not gonna be able to run. Yeah, I just uh, saw that. she took a thirty day suspension. Um and hopefully she was gonna be able to participate in an and you know other event uh, the, the team list just came out. She didn't make the list. So she's not participating in the Olympics at all this year. My question to you is, like, what do you think? She failed the drug test. It's for marijuana. With the state that she lives in, marijuana is legal. Obviously, it's not federally legal in America. But it is legal where she lives. But they told her no. Um, I think that the rules for the Olympics banning THC are so outdated. And I saw these memes that were basically saying like, like people like Seth Rogen saying, oh, THC makes you fast. And because people are saying, oh, doing that drug is how she was able to win. And like, obviously that's not true because anyone that's ever used THC knows that it does the opposite to you. Well, you can't say that because maybe there are strains out there that Okay, any strain I've ever tried, my ass is on the couch. Same for me. So my ass is on the couch. If she's ever used a strain that I use, that I've used or have used, and she did that, like that's impressive as fuck. Yeah, it's even more impressive that she was on THC. Honestly, Um, that being said, the rules are the rules. Like, even if it's an outdated rule that people don't agree with, which I don't agree with that rule. It's the rule. And so you have to follow the rules. And it's like one of the most elite and exclusive games and trial and whatever you want to call it, like ever the Olympics are. And so, yeah, they have these insane rules. And so I don't think it's so wrong and so horrible that now anyone that tested positive for any of the things that they had banned don't get to participate. But now she did come out and apparently her mom passed away and she was like going through a rough time and that's when she decided to smoke and she did admit like hey i knew the rules i made a mistake 
Um, so she she owned it. So she knew the rules exactly, and she still chose to do that. Here's the thing, though. What and this is my hope for the situation is that her voice is used, and like all the people that rallied for support behind her can help change the rules so that way it's something that's allowed. It's a literal plant and like in this day and age, I don't know how it's still even a taboo thing, but um, I hope that this can help change that for the future. Um, and it does freaking suck that she's worked so hard to get to this point and she doesn't get to compete. Like that really, really sucks. And I think honestly that there's no like good answer to this and it just is a situation that sucks all around. So I agree with you. And like, I'm really, and I would smoke weed in a hot second if I was going through something. So I relate to that too. I'm really torn on this because on one end I'm 1000% in support of, you know, legalizing marijuana and people really understanding the positives of, you know, using marijuana and whatnot. Um, and like, like we said earlier, like the fact that she had that in her system, I, obviously I don't think she smoked before she ran. Like, I think it was something that happened before. Yeah, I think she said was, it was just still in her system. From exactly. Um, if she smoked before she ran, that's what oh I'm saying. Cause gosh, any, that is very, very impressive. Any man. weed, any, any edible that I have ever taken, had ever taken, I was slumped. <laughs> so that's impressive in itself. And for me, it's like. I don't what, even think I could run in a straight line, to be honest. I, I, I kind of feel like her, I mean, obviously she can't do much, but her just like taking accountability, accountability and saying like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, is that really going to cause change? I don't like, think it's that saying that's going to cause change. I think honestly it's all the people that have like been in support of her like all the a-list celebrities and athletes that have said that this is such an outdated rule but here's my thing okay i'm on the relay team with her right she's my partner in the relay races i'm not racing without her yeah she's the fastest person we have yeah i'm not going (laughs) if that could help yeah if i'm an nba player and I support the NBA. They no longer have a weed, marijuana on their, you know, banned list of substances. And and I smoke weed or I support. I'm forget that. Count me like you know what I mean. I feel like that is really going to. That's the what would change things. That's what I think. Yeah. Naomi Osaka said, "Hey, I'm not doing interviews." For my mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, then whatever tennis community was like, okay, well, we're going to find you. Yeah. She says, all right, well, I'll pull out. By her being the best female tennis player and saying, okay, well, listen, you're not going to respect me and my wishes in this. I'm not going to compete. Yeah. That gets, you know what I mean? The, I feel like it gets the committee, the people in charge, like, okay, what do we do? How do we? Because we're going to lose money. You know yeah. what I mean? If LeBron James, he's not going to the Olympics, comes out and says, hey, I'm not going to the Olympics. I think this is fucked up. Yeah. A lot of people look to that, to him, because he's the face of basketball and might follow suit. And then that's going to get these people freaking out and 
sponsor. You know what I mean? I feel like something drastic has to happen in order for there to really be. I do think it's stupid as fuck. Yeah. But on the flip side, like President Joe Biden said, rules are rules. I might not agree with them, but rules are rules. Yeah. So I think it's stupid. Hopefully the Olympic Committee um, changes that. Yeah. And we don't have these issues going forward. But I love her like, pettiness. She tweeted like, enjoy the games, you guys. You guys know it. the outcome's not really going to be what it should be because I'm not there. Like she's yeah. pretty much saying like, I'm it's not going to be the same because I'm not there. Yeah. So whatever happens, you know, probably wouldn't have happened if I was there. Yeah. So she took the high road. She took a uh, responsible accountability, which I think you should do. But I just think it's stupid. Yeah, I agree with you. Nobody's going to be mad when, you know, they get done with their event and they go drinking and just right? tequila like, shots. Exactly. And, Alcohol can be in your bloodstream all day long, but not... THC. It's ridiculous, but that's my opinion. <laughs> that's your opinion, and everyone has their own, right? So a lot of the anti-weeders probably are upset, but hey. <laughs> anti-weeders? <laughs> I don't like that term. I don't like that at all. Uh, anyways, all right, you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us for the past hour. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you, I, you probably do already, but it's the Garcia Diaries and Sir Garcia Diaries. Um, you want to leave us a five-star review. That'd be so nice of you. And we will see you next week. And let the people out of prison that are in prison for marijuana charges. Let's do the right thing, y'all. <laughs> That's the parting note. It's a Garcia Diary!